BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Moji Alawode Al. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast that helps you navigate the post-Roe hellscape. We dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with our guests, the abortion providers and activists working on the ground. Plus, we have amazing comedians to help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your pod fix. Listen and subscribe, because when BS is popping, we pop off. M-S-W Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Hi, I'm Frances Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. And we are Frangela, and welcome to... I am really proud. I am really honored. He's a jackass. Stop it. Get off it, Donald. Hey, what happened? Stupid is, stupid does, sir. You blow it! You idiot! Idiot of the week! Week, 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 week! This is our weekly foray into what is stupid. Why and is this? Lord, 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 do we need to talk about the stupidity. Angela, is it me? Is it me or people just getting more and more stupid? You know what, Francis? I ask myself this question daily. And mm. I think that, 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 you know, number one, yes. Mm. Long story short, yes. Number two, <laughs> it's because we have... <laughs> more access to the stupidity also feels worse. Number yeah. three, I do believe that the violence, particularly towards people's own genitalia, has gotten increasingly exponentially worse in the last six years, five you years. You know what? The, 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 the violence towards people's own particular junk has become so frequent that you now have to go to, you're going to have to go to micro idiots to hear about it. Because I believe that this week in particular, we will be mm. doing at least three stories in one story to, because we've got so much junk stuffing. I, all I can say, Francis, right now is if you are, if you are listening to this and you are currently inserting something into your junk, <laughs> please stop. Just stop. stop. What? 
put down the batteries, put down the cords, put down the gold, nylon threads, whatever it is. I don't care if you're just at the vestibule, just stop. Pull, retreat. Retreat. I only want you to put something in your junk if it was made to go in there and that you can retrieve it. Let me help you out with that. I don't think Francis wants you, anyone, to put anything anywhere. Okay. <laughs> I think what you're saying, what you mean to say. You're not advocating for people to do this. I think what you mean to say is, if this is an activity that you want to you engage enjoy. and you enjoy, please, oh, please, please, avail yourselves of the proper tools. Okay, go to the proper places and, and get things that are people, have, you're not the only one. You're not the first one, boo. This is how no. bad it is. That I feel like we have to stop and plead at the top of this pit. <laughs> you are not the only one. Somebody oh. somewhere makes this and, and, and has tested it. And you won't have to have, let me tell you, the perineum damage alone. Alone, alone. Skin grabs, people. Listen, listen, listen. We care about oh, we're damaged for needing it <laughs> we care about your junk we care about clearly more than you do more so than please you. hear our plea hear prayer. it hear, hear our prayers please let us help you please please, please. please. dear lord in heaven and by all that is good and righteous Please leave your junk alone. <laughs> Just please. Uh, because you know what? Here's the thing. Because because people send us the stories and then we have to consume it. And then we make you consume it. And you see, it's a vicious circle. That's right. It's a vicious circle. We've got, we've got, to, I mean, and here's the thing. Wanting to put things in your genitalia doesn't mean you're an idiot. No, it does not. But not being able to get it back out means you are. That's where we run into the problem, right? That's where we run into the problem. So we're not judging the activity. We're judging the tools and the thought process. (laughs) And and the methods. The methods. (laughs) And then the lying afterwards. Yeah, also that needs to just fucking stop. And I also need the medical community to stop acting with incredulity and saying things like, we're not sure how this happens. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. (laughs) Stop. Your Your participating in this ignorance is not helping. Okay. Okay. We want to, we want to, I guess we have to start to say that if you want to become a Patreon member, you can hear these (laughs) (laughs) ready because when you, if you want to see what has driven us to pleading, because you know what? Because I realized that we didn't even put any in this show. Because there were too many. There's too many. And we didn't want to make a whole episode about that, you know? So we were like, okay, well, you know what? We'll do all of the three from this week in one micro idiot. Yeah. That's how bad it is. That's how bad, folks. Listen, thank you so much to listening for listening to us on this Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and MSW Media. Please support all the podcasts there. That's how we grow this community. And if you can, if you have the opportunity, please share this podcast on social media with your friends and family. Get them to to listen up because we really are trying to grow our community here. And maybe let let your favorite businesses and and products know that you'd love to hear them advertising on MSW Media and Sexy Podcasts. In particular. (laughs) On this this podcast in particular, you know. If maybe you didn't do much for Black History Month, this is your opportunity. Um, 
to catch up. Yes. Also, you can become a supporter. And thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to all of you who are currently supporting this Ooh. podcast. Ooh. You are you are directly you are directly supporting us, and we are not yeah. kidding. We we are in a time where in our industry that is very like many, very very rough. And, yeah. and um, as people with some comorbidities, it is very difficult for you. We can't tour in a lot of ways, um, even though it's not even happening, really. Uh, so thank you, thank you, thank you. Your support, it, it means everything in the very real sense of financially, and, but also spiritually. Like, I, I'm going to tell you something. We feel loved and supported. And, and there yeah. are days when, when you really need, when it is just wonderful to look at that number and go this many people. I, I had a day, just, I had a day last week where I was feeling, you know, you sometimes you feel a little unloved. You feel a little mm. like, Oh, why am I, I just feel targeted or just ignored or whatever it is. And I almost had that big general negative statement in my hair of feeling unsupported. And then I want, before I get to the realities of how, how blessed and, and lucky and privileged I am to have friends and family, before I even get to that, which is all, which is there and true. And I'm grateful for, I was like, bitch, there are like hundreds of people who don't even really know you mm-hmm. who every month are trying to make sure you get through. And so thank you. We recognize that in every way. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. And for that, you get three micro idiots. And, and I promise you, some of them will be filled with uh, junk in the junk uh, a week. And, uh, and so please, please, please get your mental health daily laughs, because I'm telling you, we all need to laugh, especially with what's going on in the world. Um, and, and, and as I say that, our hearts and minds are with everybody in Ukraine and the Russian people who are out there protesting. It just, I have to say it even on this podcast too, right now. And um, also you can go to cameo.com and put in French, like get a specialized video. Yes, you That's can. Right. That's right. They absolutely can. And every Friday you can hear us on the third hour of the Stephanie Miller show for the black power hour. What happens, Angela? I believe that's where Stephanie Miller transmogrifies into Stephanie Mills. And Stephanie Mills finds herself inexplicably riding a bike or hiking a mountain when no one is chasing her. Ooh, well, let's get started. Let's get started. This first one is up. It's from Donnie J. Thank you very much. Oh, and where can people send idiots if they want to send us an idiot, Angela? You can send them to idiot of the week, week, week at gmail.com. You can also write us at frangela08 at gmail.com. We are, we... Love and, and thank you, everyone uh, who does. So please do. Please do. Florida woman arrested for illegally selling aggressive monkey to teenager. This is okay. Jacksonville, Florida. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Get ready. A Putnam County woman is accused of illegally selling a monkey to a 15-year-old girl who was hospitalized after the animal bit her. Okay. Joan Joan, right? Newberger. Yes. 75. 75. 75 was cited by the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission for possession of a captive wildlife for a commercial or sanctuary purposes without a permit. She's also facing four counts of illegal possession of conservation animals. Mm. A complaint was filed by the teenage girl and her mother after the girl was taken to the hospital when she, when she was bitten by the capuchin monkey. Okay, the teen and her mother told officers they bought the monkey from a woman in the area after the girl found an online ad selling the monkey for $9,500. Okay, I want to stop. Yeah. We, have to, we, have to, we have to stop there. 
I gotta stop I'm there. Review the first sentence: A Putnam County woman is accused of illegally selling a monkey to a 15-year-old girl. Tell me, Francis, what problem is there with this? Because this person is under 18 years old. Who? What 15-year-old is walking around with $9,500? She didn't sell that monkey to that child. She sold it to her mama. Why and her mother was with her. Her mother was yes. with her. It is not like somehow she, this kid was rich, has some great allowance that I would kill for, or babysat the shit out of her neighborhood and had $9,500. No, it is her mama and her mama's money. I don't know why. I get that that dealing with the kid and the kid getting bit is a part of the charge, but yeah. before we start, you're absolutely right. She let's. How does the mom get out of this? Yes. That's what I don't understand. It's like, it's as if, you know, this parent wasn't there. The parent was oversaw the, was, did the transaction. I'm sure it was her money. And, you know, this is my issue with this story is this false sense of this woman was like this, this woman was out here to hurt this 15 year old girl and take advantage of her. Her mother was there. And she, in fact, didn't take advantage of her. She advertised the monkey. They came and paid for it. But when they asked, this is what kills me, when the pair, see how they've done this? She goes from being a child to be a, a duo, a pair, right? Right. Now right. it's not a mom and daughter, it's a pair, co-conspirators, right? The pair yeah. asked the woman for papers and Newberger told them that she didn't have any, but that they should, quote, just head straight to the Florida line before they get stopped so they wouldn't get asked for a permit. Now, Francis. When you don't get the papers, right, and then you right. you do think, and I was proud of that in this moment that they asked for them because I could, I, I think a lot of this shit goes down with people not even thinking about something like papers. Right. But the mom goes, "Can we have the papers?" The pair, let's say the mom and the fifteen year old go, "Hey, can we have the papers?" She says, "Not only does she say she doesn't have them, which to me, if she said, you know what, I can't find them, I'll, I expected to read that, I can't right. find them, I'll send them to you." And of course, she was never going to send them. Mm-hmm. But. She tells them this. She based, she tells them the straight up truth, which is it's illegal for you to have this this monkey. Yeah, that is what that statement is. Head for the state line and don't get caught. Because if you do, you're gonna get in trouble. So they leave with the monkey again. Not they, the mama. I don't give a fuck about the fifteen year old. Okay, can't even legally drive. Mm-mm. Thank you. Thank you. They leave with the monkey, but then um, this won't shock you. They start driving, and apparently the monkey starts being aggressive, <laughs> right? <laughs> monkey's like, I don't belong with none of you bitches, right? The monkey was like, No, I have, I make the decisions around here, bitches. Monkey got aggressive. The monkey was like, No, I don't want to leave Florida. No, I don't want to go with you. I make monkey decisions, bitches. So they decided to turn around and they said that they turned around because they were concerned about the legality. I call bullshit on that. The only reason you turned around was because the monkey started attacking you. Yes. And what I love about that is you go and buy a fucking wild ass animal. Thank you. A monkey, not, not, you know, a monkey. And you don't expect, you don't expect to get bit. What they expected was a, you know, it was like they wanted to go buy a baby. You know what I mean? It, it, it's it's kind of crazy. Let's also talk about the, the stupid stupidity that required to give people a bill of bill of sale for something that's illegal to sell. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. What you don't, let me tell you what you're never going to get from your drug dealer, a receipt. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you're never going to get no receipt unless of course you, you buying your drugs in, um, Port St. Lucie there. You will, you will probably get a receipt. Get a receipt. 
So they get their drive. They get the kid gets bit by the monkey. They drive back to the woman, right? They drive mm-hmm. back to Newberger. Newberger agrees to give them back nine thousand of what they paid. So you see what she did? She was like, "I'm gonna take five hundred dollars for my troubles." Okay. Right. You know what? She's an idiot, obviously. She's a horrible person. But of all the items in this story, that's the one where I go, that makes sense. That's the only one. And in fact, I think $500, they got off lucky that she was willing to give back anything. But but the thing is, here's where she's dumb. Had she given back all the money, I have a feeling they might not have contacted the police. Yep. Yep. The teenager reached down to pet the monkey to say goodbye, which is when the monkey bit her on the finger. How close did y'all become in the drive away from the fucking house? <laughs> you got a bond now? Like, come the fuck on. You didn't need, the monkey's been aggressive in the car. You go to pet it? Yeah. But this is, what do we say about children? When you, We used to not do kids any day of the week because we thought it was cruel, but then we became jaded after being prolonged exposure to stupid. And what we learned is that what genetics, which is when you file, follow a stupid child home, what do you find? Stupid parent every single time. But here's my issue. Here's my issue. Then, then when she gets bit, that's when they narc on her. That is to me, that's the problem for me, is that you're going to narc on this woman, though you went through with the illegal sale. You bought the fucking money. How everything goes back to inventing Anna for me. Yes. And your baby feelings. Your baby feelings. Who hurts your baby feelings? If you haven't watched Inventing Anna, I, we highly recommend you do. But girlfriend, her girlfriend, Anna, one of Anna's girlfriends, goes on every free dinner, every free trip, every amazing thing until the one where she's got to pay money, and then now it's time to now it's time to have a problem. Yep, exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. And I was like, y'all were cool with this right up until you had a problem. And I believe the reason they w- brought the monkey back, it didn't go straight to somebody else because they didn't want to get, have the monkey in their possession. Yep. Yep. This is this is a bunch of people who sh- who are dumb, all in engaged in a criminal a- enterprise, all acting like we don't know it's a criminal enterprise or like they don't know. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Next up, this is from John the Wasp Commander. Thank we you. We love you, John. A BYU student tried to make homemade rocket fuel in a dorm and created a fireball that displaced 22 people. That's Brigham Young University in Utah. Yes. Please say that the university had to give an unconventional warning to its students this weekend, which was keep your experiments in the lab. This warning came after one college's dorm mate, dorm resident, attempted to make homemade rocket fuel and instead created a fireball that engulfed the walls. Okay. Let's talk about what the term experiment means. (laughs) (laughs) Now, admittedly, I'm having major vocabulary problems this week. Yes, yes, yes. Well, also, first of all, let's talk about the fact that this experiment has been done. Thank you. The people who created JPL created rocket fuel in their dorm rooms. Let me tell you something, Brigham Young, okay? (laughs) You are late. This is a religious college, number one. Y'all, whatever you learning, you wasn't learning what the people from JPL were learning, all right? Because you made a fireball. I'm going to tell you, things that you do on your stove don't normally end up in rockets. That's just... But also, this has been done. Yes. 
This is not, if you were trying to create, I don't know, spin something into gold, it'd be stupid, but at least it'd be original, right? Yeah. At least it hasn't happened yet. Okay. We don't need, that's what JPL is. That's what NASA became. We don't, this has happened. And I understand that Brigham Young may not be teaching evolution. I don't know. <laughs> right. Okay. Thank you. Thank they may you. be really, really behind on science. <laughs> I don't know. And that's, I've heard that school, I think it's considered, it's a considered a good school, well, right? Or, I, I, you know what? I, I don't, don't know. I, I really don't, don't know. know. I should have been for long since, since either of us have been anywhere near college outside of performing at one. I don't, <laughs> but I it, don't what know. I do know is, can you call, Francis, if I right now, go and and take a, a a rag light it on fire and put it in my car's gas tank mm. can i call that an experiment <laughs> no i'm I can call you call that a bomb okay. thank, you. thank you so what you're saying is because to me an essential part of experimenting is you don't know what the outcome's gonna be right right you're doing it because you want to see what the outcome is we know the outcome of this we know the outcome yeah. of people doing it in their dorm room in years ago when they did it which was and they were lucky that the university went wait hold up actually you're on to something but you just can't do this here let us give you this other place and they That's gave right. them another place to do the experiments notice how that didn't happen for you here boo exactly exactly someplace else because we don't need you to do this we there's no, no experiment here we know how to do it now the failed do-it-yourself project occurred on a Sunday afternoon. They said that the unnamed resident, oh, we should have his name, had been making homemade... They're probably an adult. Yep. Homemade rocket fuel on their stove when the volatile mixture suddenly exploded into a fireball. The flames from the explosion... Yeah, he's 22. Yeah, 22. The flames from the explosion... Why don't we have his name? Yeah, yeah. Why don't we have his name? Yeah. I know. The flames from the explosion had engulfed the walls and ceilings above the stove and the, and the intense heat tripped the fire sprinkler system. So this wasn't just like a fire, okay? It was a, it exploded. The firefighters quickly secured the scene and were able to put out the remnants from the fire. There's a couple details I don't want to miss in this story because I think that they, they are, um, they illuminate, they illuminate. Okay, number one, photos released by campus police show expo the explosion marks on the stove hood, cabinets in the ceiling, the trip sprinkler system, also called, as you said, significant flooding with the living room, which features an open-lidded toilet next to the couch. Yes. Okay, all right. I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say, this person can't be in the dorms anymore. <laughs> no, no, no. Because I didn't understand why the toilet was there either, okay? Well, I have a very bad feeling that he thinks he's inventing shitting on your floor like <laughs> that he's running an experiment called if i just put a toilet next to the couch so i don't have to get up and walk to the bathroom can will that work and let me tell you something I, it doesn't again it doesn't. another non-experiment when you don't know how to do something doing it doesn't make it, ex it an experiment I no. don't know how to make rocket fuel. I don't know how to make a lot of shit, <laughs> okay? But when I do it, I'm not making an experiment. I'm trying to do something I haven't done. These are yeah. different experiments might benefit other people. This was not going to be... What I'm saying at Brigham Young is, let's ask ourselves, do these kids need to get out of church at all on Sundays? Because clearly they have too much time. Too much time, not praying enough to the Lord. There it is. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
because this is a problem. Your children are setting the dorms on fire. They displaced 22 people. But he was told to please keep your experiments in the lab and supervised by trained professionals. Because you know what? You're not trained nor professional, nor is your kitchen a fucking laboratory. And what the fuck is there doing a toilet next to the goddamn couch? <laughs> Who raised you? They call him the rocket man. 22 years old. Idiot. We'll be right back after these messages. Hey, everybody. It's AG, and I am happy and proud to announce that this May 25th, we are launching our very own podcast network. It's called MSW Media, and it's going to feature the work of some incredibly talented and intelligent people, including Glenn Kirshner with Justice Matters, On Topic with Renato Mariotti, Prevail by Greg Oliar, Opening Arguments with Andrew Torres and Thomas Smith, The Bureau with Frank Fagluzzi, which de- debuts the same day I, we launched the network, which is May 25th. And that's just to name a few. Of course, there's The Daily Beans, Muller She Wrote, and our newest show, Clean Up on Aisle 45. Uh, Our network is woman-run and veteran-owned, and our mission is to curate news, politics, and justice and engage voters so we can win in 2022 and beyond. I am so proud of this community and this group of content creators, so please check us out at mswmedia.com and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Next up, this is from Jeff Y. Look, we're just so upset. I'm going to tell you something. People stuffing things in their penises and vaginas and rectums is wrecking us. It's wrecking us. It's wrecking us. <laughs> it's wrecking us. It's, it's, it's wrecking wrecking us. You're broken and wrecked. We're wrecking. <laughs> the junk. I wrote it down. Our new, I think our new uh, charity should be No Junk in Your Junk. Nice. Nice. I like it. I, I like that's it. That's our new platform. Next up, lawyer stripped naked in Florida bar, refused to put on clothes. Sometimes I like a real simple story, Angela. A real <laughs> simple story. Kelly Elkins. Kelly. Oh, Kelly. She was at a beach bar and drunk to the point where the manager refused to serve her. Now, I want you to know how drunk you gotta be at a beach bar. It's the Florida. whole point. In Florida. The whole point is for you to be drunk. Okay, this is Florida, where we all understand that they have different limitations. Okay, yes, because <laughs> yes. you can get really, really, really messed up in Florida before anybody calls you tipsy. Yes. So I'm just saying, Kelly, we accepted when we were in New Orleans, and somebody suggested that we should maybe slow down our drinking. That that was that was that's a pivotal moment, right? Because we're in a place where everybody is wasted all the time. You know, for especially like around Mardi Gras, and we're being told that maybe we've had too much to drink. <laughs> it, it gave us a little pause. It did. It did. We we lugged those like forty pounds worth of books back to our hotel room and took a nap. <laughs> we're the only people I know who, when drunk, we buy like huge didactic fucking texts. Like <laughs> we're literally in this bookstore wasted in New Orleans, and I'm like, "Have you read? Have you read um, Simone de Beauvoir? It's a she's amazing." But while we're here, let's get some Noam Chomsky. Oh, manufactured consent, it's seminal. Like, I don't know what happens to us when, we, when we're drunk. But yeah, the kid who worked at the counter was like, ladies, maybe we should slow down on the booze. And I was like, oh. So, this is a beach bar in Florida. <laughs> he saw us. The beach bar in Florida. This woman has been denied more booze. And then uh, investigators say to her, uh, uh, said that she uh, then 
went to the, this one, she's denied the booze. She's drunk. She's not being served. She then walks to the bathroom and comes back out completely naked. <laughs> Which I think, my question is, did she think that was go that was the thing that was going to get her more boobs? Well, that's I think that that is an excellent place to start. Is that what I like to think happened? Okay, what I wish this happened is that she went okay, all right, and it went from the moment that she he was denied denied more booze, she knew she was going to go in the bathroom and take off her clothes. I have yeah. a feeling it didn't probably go down that way because what also I would like to give her some applause for is the reveal. It was a reveal. The thought, this thought process. This woman knows how to make a spectacle, how to yes. set up a moment. A lot of people would have just started disrobing in front of people. But what I like about this is it looks like maybe she's going to go throw up, get her shit together. And everybody probably calmed down and thought this was over. And she's like, no, it's not, bitches. <laughs> I'm Annie with my naked ass. And what I loved about it is not only did she come out and reveal herself naked, she then refused to leave when the manager asked her to. So she's standing there naked and being like, you're going to serve me. Savage. Savage. You very quickly, quick, correctly pointed out, Francis, that this was not helping her case. <laughs> the nakedness probably only only strengthened this bartender's resolve. <laughs> to not this is what I love. This is what I love. I really do believe that she, in her drunk mind, thought, I know what'll get me served. This body. <laughs> <laughs> These titties. This ass. No, because I know this. And you know what? In fairness to this person, we have not seen a picture of them. It might be, hey, I don't know. There's some, I think about Jason Momoa and I think that could really, that's his name, right? Jason? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, they're getting back together too, it looks like. They are. It's, you know, shame on them. Best tweet I've ever seen though. People really get it. It's like, yeah, they went out there in the world and they went, oh, wait a minute. I already got the, <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> We can work on this. But yeah, but there are people whose nakedness you think might at least gobs, you might be gobsmacked. You might be stunned into silence. You might even feel like you have to, like if Brad Pitt came up to you naked, you'd be like, okay, you can have another beer. You know what I mean? Or Idris or somebody you want to see naked. Maybe. I, I admire her moxie. I admire her self-esteem. That is what I admire. I admire her self-esteem, her drunk self-esteem. I'm going to show her upper arms. Yes. Okay. <laughs> this is my favorite line. Bar employees, uh, this is plural, employees asked Elkins to get dressed multiple times. I think they got breckened. Man. I think they got bre- they got breckened. <laughs> <laughs> they got ma'am, please, Ma'am, please, please, please put on your clothes. Ma'am, please. Kelly, Kelly, please get dressed. Black. I'm sh- no. I said you want to serve me now, don't you? No, no, I don't. Uh, Kelly, Kelly, I don't want to call need a drink. These titties need a drink. <laughs> <laughs> then the deputy escorted her out of the bar and again told her to put her pants on. The defendant refused, stating she was too tired. <laughs> <laughs> now. Can I just say, and I'd like to thank the Callier Helensky method for the argument I'm about to make. 
I really feel like this is the best best excuse I've heard yet from somebody in the in the about the commission of their crime. Okay, and I mean that after doing any of the week for I don't know fifteen, seventeen years or some shit. I'm gonna tell you the the thing that would move me if I were the judge was her saying, "Look, I'm too tired." Like, you know what? I believe that. Yeah, I believe, <laughs> I believe that. I believe that she's too tired to be in compliance, and that's on you. Put a towel, a robe, something over her. She's too tired. She has had a rough night, and oh. also. Huzzah to her for doing this at the correct time. This is at 2.15 a.m. Thank yeah. you. Thank that you. That is what this is supposed to happen. Yes. Deputies say that they arrested Elkins and brought her to jail on charges of disorderly conduct. By the way, Kelly is listed as a member in good standing <laughs> on the Florida <laughs> Bar website. And her LinkedIn page says that she's a licensed attorney. This is what I want to know. Should you and I just apply for a bar license in Florida? Absolutely. Clearly. Is it, not, is it a bar license or a bar? What I'm asking is, <laughs> have people confused these terms in Florida at the official level? It's possible, Angela, because I, you know what? I look at her and I go, you know what? I like Kelly. I like Kelly. I like her moxie. Let me tell you something. She's not our designated driver, but I like her. I like her. <laughs> That's right. I like her. It's abusive. Now, yes, it's, I guess it is abusive to be naked. On, in, yes. But but she didn't call out no slurs. I'm not trying to give people credit for not being racist. <laughs> I'm just saying it was, a, it was kind of charming. As you said yeah. at the top of this, a, a simple and charming to have an idiot just take off their clothes and, and just be like, I would like some more to drink. Yes. Well, <laughs> Kelly, she just, Kelly had simple wants that Friday night. <laughs> It doesn't say she was belligerent. It doesn't no. say that she was insulting. She just took off her clothes. And, and and I like to believe that she was smiling. And she really did believe that her titties and ass were going to get her that next drink. She really did. She really did. And maybe it has. You know what? And that's the thing. And, you know, this is so total side note, which is, you know, for women, I go, well, that's rough that, you know, you believe that taking off your clothes and sexualizing yourself is the answer. However, <laughs> however, it did not work. Today is Fat Tuesday. And let me tell you what I know from going to Mardi Gras. This shit works there. She just was in the wrong place at the wrong time, I think. You know what? I'll take that. Next up, this is also from Donnie J. Quote, I did LSD, said naked Fayetteville man arrested for hotel damage. And then arrested two days later for shooting a casino golf course. Arkansas. Oh, my God. This is not supposed to be happening in Arkansas, Angela. Well, Arkansas is just, and, and bless its heart, it's just, it it doesn't seem like a place where people have a fun free time a lot. No. <laughs> like it's It feels very Florida to me, this story, but maybe it is close to there, you know. So David Temple, 35 of Fayetteville or Fayetteville was arrested on February uh, 17th after police found him naked in the lobby of a Fayetteville hotel. Yeah. This was at 2.57 in the morning. Thank you for being correct in your timing. Thank you. Thank you. Um, officers discovered Temple naked in the lobby <laughs> where he explained he was trying to get to his room. Okay. I'm not sure what he's done wrong at this point. Witnesses reported seeing him urinate in the hotel elevator and the lobby contained pieces of broken pottery, which they are uh, suggesting is his fault. 
What I what this is what I love about this story. He's left a trail. He's peed in the hotel elevator. The lobby now contains pieces of broken pottery. So when police escorted him back to him naked, that this is what I love. You know he's white, okay? Oh, for damn because, sure. Okay, they escort him back to his room. They discover more damage to a mirror and a TV. The police asked, how did the damage in the room occur, right? Mm-hmm. Temple replies, oh, I did LSD. <laughs> what I love about that answer is you infer the rest. Right, right. How do you do oh. LSD? You get naked, pee in, pee in the, the elevator, destroy pottery in the lobby and break a mirror in, some, in the TV in your room. That's what happened. That's, that, we all know that's what happens. Yes. And so officers then asked him if he had used the fire extinguisher. And what was his reply, Angela? This is my favorite. Yes, to put out the fire. (laughs) The officer then asked, where was the fire? And he said, in my head. (laughs) In my head. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm going to tell you something. Right there. (laughs) <laughs> this story veered to crazy see you think you're starting with with a simple case of you know imbibing if you will of some sort of under the influence and then you're like nope actually we're going to need a different level of care yep 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 that's when you go it's it's three o'clock in the morning you naked and you using a fire extinguisher to put out the fire in your head it didn't work boo He also admitted to breaking the lobby pottery and urinating in the elevator. He got dressed and was returned to the lobby where he was read his Miranda rights. After stating that he understood these rights, he once again confessed to urinating in the elevator, breaking the pottery, using the fire extinguisher to dispel the fire in his mind, which is in quotes. Yeah. Which, so he said dispel, which I was like, that's an interesting use of vocabulary. Um... According to the police report, the estimated cost of the damages to the property, excluding his room, was thirty-three thousand over $33,000. Yep. That's a lot of pottery. What kind, Is this ink pottery? Like, what kind of pottery? Yeah, exactly. And, and probably, you know, having to pull up the carpet in that um, so elevator. What I can say is they do not pull up no damn carpet when people pee on it. Because I, trust me, on we've stayed in enough hotels to know that's some bullshit. That is some bullshit. Okay, then, so he was arrested and taken to the Washington Detention Center for further processing. Now, he gets arrested, right? And he's charged with criminal mischief in the first degree, which is a felony, disorderly conduct, and public intoxication. You would think that mm. would give a person pause, Angela. Or, that, you know, they'd at least be too tired. You know, they, right. they go get some rest before the court dates. But nope, you would be raw. <laughs> <laughs> Two days later, what happened? Two days later, Temple arrived at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Tulsa. And according to a Facebook post from the Catoosa Police Department, the post stated that he took his Tesla to a charging station there, took out an AR-15 assault rifle, and began firing at the golf course and vehicles in the parking lot. I mean... I mean, this is called not learning from your lessons. And you know what? And here's the thing. Until I heard Tesla, I was like, oh, this is somebody who's like, no, if you have a Tesla 
mm-hmm. and you are you are uh damaging doing thirty three thousand dollars worth of damage to hotels and then then you go and shoot up a golf course you for me this is a person who has too much privilege here's what happens when we don't punish people for things because they're white and wealthy yep they're white cis wealthy men so we don't punish them they don't learn from it they don't have any gratitude they go out and they hike they get worse this because there's absolutely there's nothing in the story around the the ar-15 shooting the golf course that suggests that he was under the influence then i believe he probably was but there's nothing there's no mention of that in the article so this may have been much this man stone cold sober yeah yeah we don't know and you know but and this is the thing too about gun violence in this country this man takes out an ar-15 and shoots up a golf course and the vehicles inside of a parking lot that doesn't even make the news no no and and the reality is that oh it does say actually that he he was found in possession of cocaine and a hallucinogenic type drug which is probably lsd or acid and he seemed to quote be under the influence but it's it's they said there was not, um, no one was injured, and the casino vehicle suffered significant damages. They found an additional rifle and two handguns in his car, as well as a great deal of ammunition and magazines. This is, do we, what does it take? What does it take? What does it take? I really need to read that part of his sentencing will be he can never have a gun again or ammunition. Thank you, Angela. Because for me, if you can go, if you sit here and you are on a hallucinogenics, you know, and you're taking notes of your free will and that you get ideas to go and shoot up places, you don't get to have guns. Well, notice too how self-serving his psychosis appears to be because uh-huh. when he's trying to put out the fire in his head, he's a fire extinguisher. But when yeah. we get to guns, he decidedly points that gun away from himself. Yep, Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's review. We had the guy, uh, let's see. What's the first one? The first one is the the Florida woman arrested for illegally selling aggressive monkey to teenager, where somehow the mama gets out of it entirely. Yes, the BYU student who tried to make homemade rocket fuel in the dorm. The lawyer that stripped out naked at the bar and refused to put her clothes on. And then I did LSD, said naked Fayetteville man arrested for hotel damage, then arrested two days later for shooting up the casino golf course, which I say part of the idiocy here are the people who didn't keep his ass in jail. Thank you. So Um, here's what I'm going to say off the top. I'm going to take the woman who stripped naked, the lawyer who stripped naked at the bar out of this, because I don't think she, well, I don't think she's an idiot. I think she's a misunderstood artist. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. I think I gotta go with the biggest idiot is uh, the monkey people. I have to agree with you. I was, I wanted to go to the 22 year old thinking he's experimenting by making rocket fuel, which we don't need him to do. But I was like, you know what? The truth here is this, this is a parent who is responsible for raising another, a, a person and this child at 15 i i am tempted to say if we get our way francis and i will be in charge of shit at some point and i would like us to be in charge of the the department of you are actually an adult and that department what we do is we go around and we decide who's an adult and who's a motherfucking child because (laughs) this woman is not the adult in the situation 
Mm-hmm. 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 Angel, there was a time in this country, girl. There was a time. Girl, there was a time in this country that if you flashed your titties, okay, not, not, not even mentioning the rest of you, you know, you would you, you get a little action, you get a little song song. Some level of appreciation, okay? Okay, there was a time, what happened to America when we don't appreciate a good naked moment? There was a time in this country, Francis, there was a time. Answer, there was a time. When, if you wanted to learn how to do something, mm-hmm. right? Like, let's say I wanted to learn how to, I don't know, make rocket fuel. I said, I might even Google, how, where can I learn how to make rocket fuel? People went to classes. You are at a university. They <laughs> only sell is classes. That's what they sell, boo. Well, that's what they make. That's what they make. Information. You could, you could go to that class and in the classroom, do the classiness and then you don't have to go back to your apartment also there was a time in this country when toilets were in bathrooms okay they were in bathrooms where they belong i'm francis callier i'm angela v shelton we are frangela thank you so much for listening to idiot of the week Thank you so much again. Please write to us at franchise08 at gmail.com and send your idiots to idiot of the week, week, week at gmail.com. Thank you. And we love you, Laura. It's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter, and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.